Welcome to the Blessed Journey. My name is Adam Barillet. Join me as we venture back down the path into nature to discover her magic. Let's learn from the animals, heal with the plants, and feel the crystals. When the moon becomes full, let us gaze up to the stars and find our answers in the darkness. There are so many secrets that Mother Nature has for us. Let's go and find them together. Hello and welcome to The Blessed Journey. If this is a new podcast for you, welcome. My name is Adam Barillet and what we explore in this podcast is the gifts of nature. Whether that be crystals, whether that be essential oils, the wisdom of animals and how we can apply them to what's happening in our world right now. So I like to look at what's happening with the moon, with the sun and the different planets and then we kind of mix that all together. Now today I'm on a bit of a mission. I want to talk to you about brown crystals. Now, one of the dazzling and most amazing things that I think we're all drawn to crystals for is their most brilliant colors and their sparkles and their patterns and all these different types of things. Now, with every color of the rainbow being well represented by a wide range of crystals, when it comes to brown, brown kind of doesn't quite cut it for some people when they're looking for those bright blues or dazzling yellows or spectacular pinks and so on. But brown crystals are really, really quite powerful. And I think in these times of uncertainty, when we just feel ungrounded and overwhelmed and not sure which way to turn, our brown crystals can actually give us some well-needed power. So today, My mission is to convince you to dust off some of your brown crystals or maybe even invest in a couple more to support you in what you're doing in your life. So we're going to explore a whole range of different brown crystals. I'm going to talk about some that are relevant to right now in this time and others that I think are great all of the time. So are you ready? Let's dive in and explore brown crystals. We're going to start off with probably the principal brown crystal. And that is smoky quartz. See, the quartz family are really good jack-of-all-trades kind of crystals. You know, this is why citrine is your overall happy and abundance crystal. Rose quartz is your overall love crystal. Amethyst, your overall spirituality crystal. And smoky quartz, well, this is going to be your premier grounding one. Now, remember that quartzes are found all around the world. And what I love about smoky quartz is you can get some that are just the softest brown all the way through to pretty much a black color. And that depends on the different minerals that are around that soak into the quartz, giving it that beautiful color. In my experience, the stronger or the darker the color, the more intense it is. Now, does that make it better? No. Sometimes we just need something gentle and soft. So a light brown smoky quartz can be really good. But sometimes we really need like a powerhouse. Maybe we're going to do some really deep meditation. And that's where going for your black quartz, your black smoky quartz can be really quite great. What I love is smoky quartz is so beautifully grounding. It works really well when we're having, I guess, um, you know, we're getting overwhelmed. And it's one of my favorite stones that I recommend for as a worry stone. So, you know, for example, myself, I'm about to fly from Perth to Melbourne tomorrow to the doTERRA convention. There's lots to think about. What do I pack? What do I need to remember? What time do I need to get up? Have I got everything done? Because I won't be in the office for a few days. 
all that type of thing. And they're all bouncing around in my head. The best thing I can do is to actually write that out, put it in a list, and because it linearizes it. What I mean by that is if you ever pay attention to your thoughts, it's kind of like three monkeys in your brain playing with a ping pong ball and everything's bouncing everywhere. And you're not actually having these logical thoughts. If you can write it out or speak it out, you have to do that in a linear motion. You need to go, this is what needs to happen, and this, and this. So when we have our worries, when we're getting overwhelmed with too much on, what I encourage you to do is sit down with your smoky quartz. This is a beautiful activity to do, especially if your thoughts keep you up at night. And to the smoky quartz, either speak to it out loud, if you're in the space to be able to do that, or just in your head, and tell it what your worries are. You may even want to write them down. And then fill those worries and put them into that smoky quartz. And then pop that smoky quartz on the earth to ground overnight. And it can be really great in that way. Um, what you can also do is if you find that you're not sleeping well, I want to show you a little grid and I call it my sweet dreams layout. So basically you're going to need four different crystals and you're going to grid them around the bed based on the four different directions. So first of all, you put a smoky quartz and with its point facing out towards the north. Then you want to get a white halite. Now white halites really create um, peaceful energy and they're really great for having, you know, promoting dreams I find. And you pop a piece of halite on the south side of your bed. Grab an amethyst with the point facing inward. So smoky quartz is pointing outwards to take away your worries. The amethyst is bringing in the piece and you want that on the east. And that's going to help you to fall asleep. And you put moonstone on the west to ensure that you're also sleeping peacefully throughout the night. So pop them on the four directions. So get a bit of a compass and work that out. Don't worry if it's not exactly right, but to the best, it's going to be fine. And if you want to enhance that a little bit more, you could also actually um, put those four tumbled stones in your pillow slip as well, as long as it's not too much jingling around. The other thing smoky quartz can help you to do, because it grounds you and helps you connect with the earth, it can be used for really quite um, earth, deep earth connection. And what it helps you to do is it really helps you to get back to what who you primarily and essentially are. It helps you get back to your primal needs. Now, in the nutshell, or down on the, the core of who we are, we still have those animalistic drives. And we feel them sometimes when we're starving, hungry, or when we're you know really a, a attracted to someone. Um, you know, when we're making love, there's that kind of animalistic passion. And smoky quartz brings us back to that. It allows us to feel those drives that actually are what we actually need on a physiological level. And that can even bring us through to then connecting with who we are truly spiritually as well. So a really nice one for that. It's really nice also for connecting with Mother Earth. So a really nice activity is to just sit outside, holding a smoking quartz in nature. Feel that groundedness in that type of way. So whenever you need more grounding, more connection, and to let go of worries, and smoky quartz is going to be a really beautiful crystal to work with. Remember that any crystal that grows in a, port, in a point brings something into your life. And so by having smoky quartz around you, it allows you to bring more groundedness into your life. So it's a really beautiful one in that way. Now, the next couple of crystals I wanted to talk about are a couple of jaspers. The first one is called Dalmatian Jasper. Now, if you haven't seen this stone, if you Google it, you're going to realize very, very quickly why it's called Dalmatian Stone. It's a light brown beige color 
with black dots. Looks kind of like a Dalmatian. And so it, when we're looking at jaspers, any type of jasper, and we're going to look at two jaspers. Uh, when we're looking at jaspers, I want you to think about, again, that grounding and that support. And they're very calming. These are not, I'm going to say they're not powerful, as in they're not intense, different crystals. So they're really good for just kind of soothing and bringing a soothing energy into your life. So with Dalmatian Jasper, it also has the energy of dogs. So anything we think about with dogs could be brought in here. So one of the things that Dalmatian Jasper is really great for is it's really good for helping you to be a bit more content, like a puppy dog. And as adults, we can get really, really serious and we're doing our adult stuff. And, you know, that in, when we get too overly serious that it's ending stressing us out or that we're not being efficient anymore because other people don't want to work with us or whatever, then this can be a really great stone to have near you. If you tend to take yourself a bit too seriously, then having a bit of Dalmatian Jasper, uh, either in your pocket or wearing it as jewelry or greeted on your desk or whatever, can be really, really great as well. An activity you can do, and I'd love you to try this actually, is stand in front of a mirror holding your Dalmatian Jasper in your hand that you don't write with. So for most of us, that will be our lab. And giving yourself the most ridiculous, goofy smile that you can. And just look at yourself. And eventually, you're just going to have to laugh. And you can't, you know, again, it's about not taking yourself so seriously. Have some fun with it. You know, we know that when we're having fun, when we're in a state of joy... That raises our vibration and it also helps us as the more we can stay in our state of joy, that's more when we're in alignment. If you're getting serious and dragged down, you've fallen off your purpose. And Dalmatian Jasper can just kind of go, hey, lighten up. Let's get back onto, you know, back on track and back to having fun. Now, another thing we think of when we think about dogs is we think about that loyalty. And Dalmatian Jasper really helps to bring that in as well. This is a great stone to have around the house or have around the workplace to help keep everyone loyal and valuing other people. You know, a sphere. Obviously, what's great about spheres, crystal spheres, is being round, they emit energy in all directions to an equal amount. And so putting this around if you need loyalty at work, if you want people to band together, if there's been a bit of disharmony with the family, Dalmatian Jasper is going to be absolutely amazing in that. Um, if you're, if someone's kind of around you and you're not sure if you can trust them, if they're acting in a bit of a kind of an untrustworthy situation, working with Dalmatian Jasper, either carrying it or meditating with it, can really help you to kind of go, okay, what's actually happening here as well? Now, not only does Dalmatian Jasper help with commitment and loyalty to other people, but it can also be used for yourself to help you commit to a long-term goal. I mentioned before that Dalmatian Jasper has this kind of gentle power about it. And so what it does is it helps with perseverance for sticking with the goal. You know, sometimes if we're going to maybe we want to just improve our fitness, for example, we've gone, right, now's the time to start doing that. Especially for those in the Northern Hemisphere, as you're getting into spring, you might be getting more active. This is a really great thing to do. And what you can do is you can go on out on your first day of fitness and you can run eight kilometers or eight miles. And you're going to absolutely slaughter yourself. Sometimes we, you know, we need this kind of slow and steady approach. And Dalmatian Jasper can really support you in that. Bit by bit by bit. Are you improving each day? Yes. Then you're in the right kind of mindset. Obviously, Dalmatian Jasper is going to help us with connection with dogs. And that dog energy. 
So, you know, if you have dogs, having this around will really help um, you to connect with your dogs. Um, if they're not well, it can help them to stay nice and calm as well. So keeping, you know, or if you're moving them, like it's good to put in their carry cages, different things like that, to help also them feel really calm. It can also be really great for anyone who is has a fear of dogs because of this kind of nice, tender, supportive energy of Dalmatian Jasper. If anyone fears dogs, then carrying this and working through that fear can be really quite supportive as well. It can also help, you know, those animals that are kind of associated with the domestic dog, such as wolves, uh, dingoes, um, any of those kind of wild dog species, painted dogs in Africa, that kind of thing. So we can help with their conservation, can be really great in that, to connect with their wisdom as a totem, to see how they would approach things. You know, when we think of dogs, what we often think about is that loyalty. And so you can use Dalmatian Jasper to remind you of how important loyalty is and what that can actually bring to your life. So kind of, you know, we've got dog people and then we have cat people. What do you? I'm definitely a cat person because, you know, I've got my three blessed cats. But we've got another Jasper that could also be used kind of as a parallel. And this is leopard skin Jasper. Now, not necessarily just a brown stone. I'm kind of stretching it with these two Jaspers, but I really just want to squeeze them in. Um, this comes with kind of dots on it. And it could be patterns of browns and yellows and reds and blues. Really quite spectacular. And having those dots, kind of like a leopard. So what is leopard skin jasper really good for? Well, this is a really great one, just as Dalmatian jasper is, for patience and perseverance, because it's a jasper. But if you think just like a cat slowly and persistently stalks its prey, leopard skin teaches us that patience. It helps us, it has a very magnetic energy, and so you can actually program this crystal, so holding it in the hand that you write with and visualizing and go and send it in there to attract the things you want in your life. But because the Jaspers are all about slow and steady, it doesn't kind of bring it the next day. What it does is it actually draws you something over time, but because it's not rushed, because it's done properly, it's often what you actually need rather than a quick fulfillment. So it can be a really great manifestation crystal in that way. In fact, if you're looking for a soulmate, and we've talked about soulmates in some recent episodes when we're looking at the love crystals and kunzite and so on, but you could also bring in a leopard skin jasper with that just to really help that, that making sure that you don't rush it, that you don't dive into the first person who shows interest in you in that way. So it can be a really nice pairing. Leopard skin jasper also helps to ground us in our well-being. And so what it helps is when we're having a bit of a health challenge, having it near you can really, really help you to slow down and again, be patient. Sometimes we're sick for a couple of days and then, oh, I've got to get straight back into it. And we go back at full throttle when our body is still not at 100% itself. This can be really beneficial to make sure that we recover fully so that we don't go back, you know, go backwards by going too hard, too fast after not being well. It's a great one to keep around your cats or your dogs if they're not well either. It gives them a bit of comfort. It makes sure, you know, sometimes after animals have operations, they don't realize and they start bouncing around. This can be really nice to keep them nice and calm in that way as well. One thing that leopard skin jasper is especially renowned for is its ability to remove toxins from the body. Now, you may have issues such as skin issues like dermatitis or eczema, and that could be caused by your body being overloaded 
Or it may be just as simple as a bee sting or an insect sting. Something that's in you that isn't meant to be in you. Hormonal imbalances. All these different things. There are different crystals that will help with these. But leopard skin jasper, again, is going to really help with that detoxification kind of process as well. This is going to be a really great one for those that are holding on also to emotional trauma. And things that are holding you back for a long period of time. The leopard skin jasper could be really quite nice in helping you to um, to find the power to, to let that go, to feel nurtured and to feel safe, to step back out in the world. Especially if you find things in the past have, that have happened to you are stopping you from doing things in the future. This is going to be a great one to work with. Now, of course, leopard skin jasper helps us connect with the leopard, but also all the big cats and the domestic cats as well. These are renowned to be some of the most um, spiritual animals in the world. You know, this is why the witches of the past used to have a cat. And if you've got cats, sometimes you may realize that they just kind of, they just seem to stare into the corner of the room. You're like, what are you looking at? The reason that we keep cats is because they can detect energies that our um, awareness doesn't always pick up. And so that's why witches would have them around to, to alert them to different things that were around. So if you want to develop your psychic abilities or your magical abilities, then leopard skin jasper can help you with that. You can also look at the teachings of cats and use this as an amulet to bring this in. Again, talking about being overly busy as we were before, what do cats do? How do cats spend their time? Do they spend their whole day roaming around? And this is domestic cats, through our big cats, our tigers, our lions, our leopards. No, they get up. They, they have a play if they need to. They go hunting. They go get their food, however they do that. And then they rest. So what do all the big cats as a group teach us? To devote our energy to what is important and don't waste it away frivolously. Whereas dogs have owners, cats have servants. Cats live their life on their own terms. And so this is a really empowering stone for helping you make sure that spirit, it, you know, when you look at your life spiritually and holistically, that you're not wasting your energy whatsoever. Of course, unfortunately, the jaguars in South America, the mountain lions in North America, the lions, the leopards and the cheetahs in Africa and the snow leopards in Asia and the tigers throughout Asia are pretty much all endangered. And these great cats offer so much to their environment, to us as just fans of the beautiful animals, but also their wisdom as well. And so we can actually use um, leopard skin jasper as a bit of a conservation stone. So kind of visualizing that conservation energy. If you're doing anything in conservation, if you're making donations to help um, the big cats, Associating that with leopard skin jasper can really help to make sure that the money is spent in the right way, that the efforts are actually fulfill what we want them to fulfill, and it can be really beautiful in that way. Okay, another crystal I want to talk about, really easy to get, normally in crystal shops, kind of sparkly as well, which is always nice. It's called bronzite, and of course it's brown as well. So bronzite, what I love about bronzite is this is a stone that really helps to ground us in our sensibilities. To remember to be a decent human being. In fact, in my book, Crystal Connections, I devote a section of bronzite to manners. And we always kind of think about, oh, manners is something we teach our children. But how casual have we got to the point where sometimes we can be a bit rude or offensive? 
This is a really great one to help us to remember just common decency. And I'm not saying that you need to set the table with eight knives and eight forks and eat your food in a certain way when you're in the family home and different things like that. It's just about the simple courtesies of please and thank you and treating people with respect. You know, little gestures like that can make all the difference. Letting someone come into the the traffic and merge into the traffic, you know, opening up a door for someone, all those types of things, making someone else's life just a little bit easier, if only for a moment, making them know that they're valued. And bronzite really helps to ground us back in that sensibility. It really helps us to bring in that kindness. And, you know, I think in this world where we're all struggling, some obviously struggling, others doing a great job hiding, but uh, hiding their struggles. But I think we're all got our challenges and it's really nice to say, what kind of kindness? You know, there used to be those bumper stickers that were around probably 30 years ago, which said, practice random acts of kindness. And I kind of wish that those, not that I'm into bumper stickers, <laughs> but, um, you know, bring them back again kind of thing. How can we be a bit more kind? And that's exactly what bronzite allows us to do. With all the brown crystals, they're going to ground us in one way or another. And this is... I guess what bronzite does is just helps us remember who we are and where we are. You know, especially if you're in positions of power or positions of authority, you're there because of the support of other people around you. Are you grateful for that? Are you thankful for that? How can you show kindness? How can you use your power or authority and whatever you can to ease everyone's journey? Because if we can give that gift to other people, we can also grant it to ourselves and other people hopefully will look on upon us with those same kind eyes so wearing or carrying bronzer is a really good one just to ground us in sensibility kindness and just having good manners and being aware it's also a really great stone if you're feeling a bit indecisive one thing i love to use bronzite for is if you need to make a hard decision and you actually know that you need to let something go out of your life something's just not serving you whether it be an employee or a relationship or a habit or whatever you need that courage to stand up and go, actually, this is not serving the greater good and I need to let that go. And bronzite will actually support you in that. So if you're worried about you know, having those conversations or taking those steps and what that might mean, bronzite will help you. Now, bronzite is also a really great one to use in either meditation or contemplation, whatever you want to call it, when you sit quietly, if you've got a big decision to make. And I want to share with you three questions I like to use with bronzite to help you toy around with should I go this way or that way so question one is we're often trying to decide you know between which is better that one or that one so question one is which option will I regret more if I don't do sometimes we have two great opportunities but if we don't do one we'll probably regret it more which option will I regret if I more if I don't do number two what would a wise person do here or what would the future self me? So, you know, instead of what should I do, what would someone who knew what to do, do? What would someone wise do? Toy around with that idea. And which of these options is better for the greater good? Again, that's taking it beyond just our own selfish concerns and then going, how can I be of service to other people as well? So bronzite can really help in that way. The next brown stone I want to talk about is called Nundarite, or sometimes pronounced Nundarite. Now, it's found in a place in New South Wales, here in Australia, 
And it's brown. It has these little kind of lime spearmint green specks on it. It's really quite cool. This is an amazing stone for helping you really connect to your land. Now, we often think we need to go to Machu Picchu or the pyramids or Stonehenge or something to experience power on this earth. Nah, we can experience, because Mother Earth is beneath us anywhere, and we can experience that power in our own gardens, in our own community, and so on. And Nandara can really allow you to do that. And also helps you to realize that you are the caretaker of that land. Now, whether that just be that little bit of garden that you've got on your property, or whether it be the, the park or the national park or the forest or the bush or the woodlands near you, everything you do has an impact on that. What we wash down our drains, what we, you know, if we drop litter, what fertilizer we put on our gardens, that all has a little different. And it really brings in this caretaker state to feel that deep connection as well. Because when we take care of the earth, the earth takes care of us. Nundurite also helps you to respect indigenous people, their rituals and their traditions, because they often have formed that deep integral relationship with the place, with the land over many, many generations. And so when we stop and pause and honor and respect that, we often can learn a lot more about the earth as well. Nandarite also has this ability as you start to meld with the environment and feel as one with the earth to actually give you this kind of um, sense of the power of nature, not only sense of power of nature, but to draw that into your being as well. Now that can be used for healing. We know how healing nature is. And so if you're doing any healing, especially out in nature or using tools of nature, Nandarite can actually be incorporated into that healing to amplify them in a really powerful way. You can also use Nandarite to help keep you centered during any kind of adversity and to give your mind a greater clarity and recall. So, you know, when we're under stress, we can get scattered. I know I'm guilty of that. But Nandarite is a really great one to help you kind of stay on the ball when things are getting overwhelming. It also helps you face emotional pain, supporting you with healing, and it brings in this kind of real loving, kind of comforting vibe as well. Um, you know, during times of change, Nandarite can help you to remain grounded and calm in that respect and helps us to break away from negative attachments and forgive others during times of stress or times of upheaval in that type of way. So you'll see that the, the brown crystals all, you know, that you'll see themes throughout them, but they all differentiate a little bit. And it's about get back into what's important and not getting flustered, which I think we all need a lot of. Brown crystals are great for that. Nandarite also helps you to see the bigger picture and helps with healing relationship problems or overcoming you know, the grief of separation. It helps us to see, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in the emotions of the moment, moment that we can't see the bigger picture, what's for the greater good, we'll see them again soon, whatever that may be. You know, this is part of life. All that is where Nandarite can be really, really helpful as well. Nandarite's also a really great crystal for helping you to fulfill your dreams by ensuring you start on the right foot by making sure you have a strong foundation, you have a bit of a plan. So if you're someone who tends to just rush into things um, and then they don't turn out how you expected and they get a little bit out of control or even fail, Nandarite's going to say, hey, let's have that patience. Let's really lean into this and see what can we do to make this you know, more effective. Um, Nandarite offers an opportunity for you to evaluate also your tribe uh, with an open-minded kind of 
attitude to work out are the people around me really good for me or are they not? Are they, are they a good foundation? Are they a, are they a support network or are they a non-support work and you're almost their support workers and they're draining you in one way or another? It also encourages people to cooperate together. So again, it's going to help everyone who's like-minded be drawn to you and then for you to be able to fulfill goals. Because when we fulfill goals as a group or we have a lot of people working towards a goal, it's going to be, you know, many hands make light work. So Nundurite's really helpful in that way. Another brown crystal, it can kind of be shades of different colours as well, but it's actually not a crystal. I should correct myself there. It's petrified wood. Now this is a wood that's been really, really scared. It's wood that has basically um, been buried over time and then through water has saturated through or volcanic ash or something and it's turned the wood into stone. So what makes petrified wood really quite cool is that it still has a life, it has a life force. It is formed from something that once had a soul, an essence, a consciousness, a life force. And so you can kind of bring in that power. Now, obviously, when we think of trees, trees already live for a long, long time. Here we have a tree that's been turned into stone. So this is definitely a really great grounding and stability stone to use when you, there's a long-term project or if you tend to waver on different things. If you need that determination, then petrified wood is going to be absolutely brilliant. One of my favorite things to do is to actually have a bit of petrified wood under the bed and it really helps just to, to rest and to remember that each day is part of a massive marathon and to kind of really help to balance that. It's a really great one to calm scattered energies, just like the tr trees are grounding, so is petrified wood. It can also assist anyone who's feeling stuck or experiencing, you know, that they're frozen in time. It can help you to find little ways and step by step how to start to get progress as well. It's a really great one for helping to create, again, light and underride, but it really helps a good strong foundation so that you can launch towards a new goal or a new path in whichever way you want as well. So that's a little bit about petrified wood. So those crystals that we looked at so far are kind of ones that you should be able to get pretty inexpensively. So hopefully as I was speaking, one or two of them maybe resonated with you a little bit more. And what I'd encourage you to do if you have them in your collection, well, let's dust them off. Most of them really benefit from being, actually I'd probably say all of them would benefit from being uh, cleansed on the earth, so some natural earth, and then really lean into you know wearing them, carrying them, putting them around your home, um, creating different grids with them, whatever you're kind of drawn to do. Now I have saved some other brown crystals and after the break, I want to talk about them, especially because they're relevant to some of the things that are happening here in May. So thank you very much for listening to the first half. We're going to dive in to some more brown crystals after the break. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet. You're listening to The Blessed Journey with Adam Barillet and today I'm on a mission. I want to make sure that you realize the value of brown crystals in your life. We talked about a whole range before the break. We explored good old smoky quartz, which I think is an essential brown crystal that everyone should have. We explored leopard skin jasper and dalmatian jasper, some really grounding ones that help us bring in those kind of attributes of the animals. We've got bronzer, which is a really nice one for just helping us remember our manners, our thoughtfulness and our kindness and help with a bit of decisiveness as well. 
You've got Nundarite in there. That's a really beautiful one for helping us to reconnect with the earth, find the power of the earth, and channel that to better deal with whatever we're dealing with in our life. And petrified wood, which of course has that ancient life force, really helps us to be patient, to have a strong foundation, and to launch our goals from that strong foundation as well. As I've mentioned, and as we've talked about in recent episodes, there are a few interesting things happening in May, and there's some brown crystals that are really relevant to that. So in the Southern Hemisphere, in, well, it's actually happened a few days ago, we had Halloween also known as Samhain. This is a time when the veil between our realms and the other realms is at its thinnest. And so it's a really great time to connect with our spiritual team, connect with those that have passed, honor those that have died before us, realize the legacy they've learned, make sure that we learn their lessons, bring it through the good stuff, let go of the old stuff, and that type of thing. Some really great crystals to help us with this, and one that I've really been leaning into for around this time is Chiastite. Now, chiasolite is this beautiful brown crystal which has this black cross surrounded. And the name chiasolite actually comes from the Greek word chiastos, which actually means crossbar. Now, that cross has been seen to symbolize many different things throughout the ages. So you've got the brown crystal and a black cross running through it. So first of all, it's seen to symbolize the circle of life. So what's the circle of life? Well, this is the idea that things are ever-changing. Things are born, they live, they die, and then they are reborn. And, you know, when I go walking out in nature, I see that everywhere. I see these little kind of trees and saplings and little plants kind of bursting out of the ground. And what are they being nourished and fertilized by? The dead leaves of the grand trees above them that have fallen to the ground. So in nature, something is always growing or dying. And this is what's happening in our life as well. We always seek balance in our lives. It's one thing I think if we could all just have balance, we'd all be happy. But we also think of balance as being the standing point, the still point where we've got everything at perfection. But balance is not that. Balance is being in harmony with the ebb and flow, that things come and things go, things are born and things die. And we're not just talking about our mortality. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about jobs. We're talking about houses. We're talking about friendships, all these different things. And Chiasolite helps you to actually feel really comfortable with that flow in life, to let things come and go. Because if you want to keep expanding, if you want to experiment, if you want to ascend, if you want to experience different things, you can't keep filling up a full cup. You have to empty the cup a little bit to fill a little bit more. And Chiasolite really, really helps us to do that. It is a good stone for helping anyone who is near death. And this is where I would suggest having some chastolite around and essential oils like frankincense, myrrh, copaiba, myrtle, and palo santo is really great. Palo santo is an amazing essential oil. It's gifted from the wood of the palo santo tree, but the oil doesn't actually form in the tree until the tree falls over and is dead and it starts to decay. So it has this real strong connection to the underworld and the other side and, you know, death and appreciating that as well. It's also... Palo Santo wood, which you're probably very familiar with, is burnt in South America and now in other parts of the world as a cleansing wood. So what do we got? When there's death, when there's an ending, we use Palo Santo to help us realize that endings are good, to let it go, to be free of the emotions, to be free of the attachments, and to go on with our journey. 
and not to be stuck in the past. So really powerful Chastelite and Palo Santo working together in that way. Um, this is also, Chiasolite is a stone that helps us to connect or, or form a bridge between the realms. So it helps us with our mediumship. It helps us with connecting with our spiritual guides. Um, it helps us to feel safe and okay. And it's actually protective around paranormal activity. So if there happens to be a ghost and it's a little bit freaky, reach for your Chiasolite in that way as well. Um, anything where it's dealing with with anything on the other side, what other the other side may be. Whether it be angels through to ghosts. Chiasolite is going to help you to feel really comfortable and safe with that as well. Being brown, like many of the well, all of the other stones, they're all associated with the Earth Star Chakra. The Earth Star Chakra, of course, connects us to the Earth, connects us to every other human, every other animal, every plant, any, every mineral, every river, every stream, every mountain, every cloud, everything within this Earth. And to feel a sense of connection and oneness and moving with that flow as well. So it's a really beautiful one for feeling comfortable just with the natural transitions of life. It is also a really great one for clarity and, and helping us to, to make decisions as well. So bronzite's one, but this is another one as well. Again, when we're flustered, when we're overwhelmed, we can't make a decision. And either your bronzite or your chrysolite is going to be really, really great for that. Meditating with Trisolite will really help to bring clarity and also confidence on the decision that you make. Because sometimes we're like, oh, I don't know, I think I made a decision. If you need a bit more like, okay, because if we don't go full in with what we decide, it may not come to full fruition as well. So Trisolite's really great for helping us go, right, this is a decision I made and I'm going to stand by it. Because guess what? If it's the wrong decision, what do you do? You make another decision and just correct it. But doing something, staying in that um, staying in the action of motion rather than getting too stagnant for too long is what Chiasolite really helps you out. If you're feeling really perplexed about a situation, Chiasolite can help to provide valuable problem-solving um, kind of skills and also can provide insight into, you know, to answer kind of mysterious occurrences. So if you're like, why the freak has that come about? Chiasolite can really help in that way as well. Um, it's also a really great one to keep nearby you when you're feeling sick. When we're sick, you know, we often, like the last thing we feel like doing when we're sick is meditating or balancing our chakras. And we kind of disconnect when we're forced into our physical body and awareness of our physical body because of our illness or sickness. We disconnect from the spiritual. But often sicknesses have a spiritual manifestation or an energetic manifestation of why they've come down into the physical. So looking at that greater meaning, Chastelite can really help with that as well. Now, the great other thing about Chastelite is that cross is often seen, and we see it now with the, you know, kind of the modern version of the Christian cross. It's a symbol of protection. So it can be used to help protect us. It can guard against the evil eye um, or anything that you're a little bit worried about. So, you know, you can feel really confident in progressing and going forward when you've got Chastelite around. Uh, really great for protection against the evil eye. Now you hear um, people talking about the evil eye. What is it? Well, if I look at you and I look disparagingly at you and go, God, they're a twat. They're silly. God, I, I hope you know. Hope it all goes bad for them. They don't deserve any good. Then I'm actually, as I'm sending those thoughts out, as evil or nasty or yucky as they are, they're an energy. And if you sense them being directed to you, that's a lawyered vibration. And that's called the evil eye. 
So anyone who wishes ill on you and sends negative energy your way, and it may not be like this kind of like, right, we're going to do a whole practice or visualization where we drag someone down, spitching or gossiping about someone and wishing them badly. That can have an impact um, in the energy that surrounds you. And chrysolite is one of the crystals that can be used to help to protect you against that. Um, the other thing is, because the cross obviously go, points to the four different directions, chrysolite is associated with the four cardinal directions of north, south, east and west, and can be used to help bring blessings from all four corners of the planet. So it's a really great one to actually place in the center of your home, or if you're doing a meditation or a medicine circle or something, putting it in the circle to draw in the powers of those four elements. We know, oh, sorry, the four directions. We know the four directions are associated with the four elements, with the four great archangels of Michael, Raphael, Gabriel, and Uriel. All different, you know, different traditions have the four directions meaning different things. And Chrysolite works to kind of bring those energies all in to whatever you're doing right now. So that's Chiasolite, a really great one to work with, especially as you can see with Samhain. Now, Samhain is a time when I really like to connect with spirit and with the earth. And one of my favorite, um, you know, earth star chakra stones is brown tourmaline, which is also known as dravite. Now, remember that tourmaline is found in every color of the, wind, of the rainbow. You've got black tourmaline, which we probably know the best. But you can get red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, pink. There's actually a beautiful myth that said that the gods placed tourmaline or passed tourmaline through a rainbow, and that's how it got all different colors. Brown tourmaline, however, has a different origin myth. It is said that it is formed from fallen leaves from the trees of the realms of the fairies. So where the fairies live, when the trees drop a leaf, it then becomes stone and turns into tourmaline. Isn't that beautiful? So brown tourmaline for me, it's up there. It's probably just like a, an octave higher than smoky quartz in creating that sense of comfort. It's a beautiful one to have around your home. Um, it's a really nice um, housewarming gift, but it can also help you feel really, really comfortable wherever you are. So if you're moving into a new job, if you're traveling abroad, if you're temporarily sharing accommodation with someone and there's a lack of comfort there, then this is going to be a really beautiful one to kind of have with you, either wearing it or placing it around your space. Um, you know, doing the good old classic when you get somewhere or if you're feeling uncomfortable and visualizing brown roots going into the ground while you hold your brown tourmaline can be really, really nice. Um, brown tourmaline can also really help you to feel comfortable with change. So if we're embracing the change and bringing on change with chrysolite, to feel okay with that change and steady and secure with that change, brown tourmaline can be really great in that type of way. So if you're trying to adjust to a new home or new workers or new practices, whatever that may be, brown tourmaline can be really helpful. One of my favorite affirmations to use with brown tourmaline is, I am safe, it's only change. <laughs> I am safe, it's only change. So if you are feeling a bit shaky about any changes in your life, then, you know, try that. Hold it and just reassure yourself that you're safe. It's only change. Nothing to worry about. Um, as we start to feel more comfortable where we are, this allows us then to start being more aware and to worry about other, other concerns. And so brown tourmaline is also known as the scholar's stone. And it encourages the ultimate use of intelligence and stimulating the brain to interpret, focus on and store new knowledge and data. So really good for going, right, I feel comfortable. I'm going to 
I'm going to take all this on board now. The next thing that brown tourmaline is really great for is it's great for family and for bringing comfort around family. So obviously, if it's going to help us feel comfortable in the home, it's going to help family members to get along as well. So this is a really good one for helping us to, you know, value our family, to enjoy family time. If you're worried that the family is kind of separating, putting a bit of brown tourmaline near a happy family photo can really help to bring different people together. And it can also help to, um, you know, especially if you've like, if you're older, maybe your kids have moved out, if families abroad, it can also be used as a bit of a link to keep the family together, even though you're not physically together all the time, emotionally still interested in each other and that type of thing especially by putting it near photos or candles, especially um, with that intention of keeping the family together. Um, it can be really great for helping, you know, if you're in confined spaces, making sure everyone's getting along. Um, and, you know, if there's, it's a great one for releasing um, resentment. Remember that the tourmalines grow in these shards. And so this helps to channel energy. So whether you want to ground and draw energy up from the earth, or whether you want to send resentment or unwanted energies into the earth, putting your brown tourmaline and kind of burying just a little bit like a centimeter or an inch into the earth and using that as kind of a conduit can be really powerful as well. Now, obviously, sometimes relationships with family cannot be mended and you know, the relationships are just too dysfunctional. And smoky quartz can actually be used to help you come to peace with the fact that it's just best for me not to spend time with my family, um, to avoid it and to start to, you know, take those steps to move away from that negativity in your life. But the really great thing is brown tourmaline can then also be engaged to help you find your new family. So it really gives you the confidence to meet new people and inspires people to, to develop strong bonds um, through empathy and altruism, being nice to each other. It also encourages social commitment. So, you know, in this age of mobile phones where it's so easy to cancel last minute um, and or to run exceptionally late, brown tourmaline actually helps us to value those things that are core to us, that are at the root of importance. And again, sometimes we forget that. So it really helps us to tune into that. Finally, as I said, brown tourmaline is formed from the leaves of the trees in the lands of the fairies, or where the fairies live. And so there's this real connection for brown tourmaline and autumn. Now, autumn is a time when it's of harvesting. So we're focusing on looking at what are the good things in my life and being present with that. So what people... Um, things, habits and lessons have I, you know, have I got in my life that I value and being aware of that and honoring that. It's also, we see a lot of the deciduous trees shed their leaves. We're about to go into winter. We're going to go into our hibernation, our contemplative time, our more, you know, think our more thought inward introspective time. So what we want to do is we want to let go of all the toxicity, all the unwanted feelings. So we're not stuck in our cave, you know, pooping in our cave. We don't want to have that rubbish in our cave. So letting rid of that different things. And then also that balance and that harmony. What do I need more of? What do I need less of? Physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So brown tourmaline can help us in those kind of contemplations as well. So a really nice stone for helping to bring harmony, helping to bring balance. I absolutely love it. So I really love to have it around, especially around that autumn time, for bring that harmony. The final one I want to bring in to talk about for that Earth Star Chakra and this kind of... Um, connecting with the earth and feeling one with the earth and this kind of Samhain theme is Darwinite. Now, Darwinite isn't a well-known tectite, but it's a much-loved tectite. 
tectonics, of course, are formed when meteors crash into the Earth and they form this natural glass. Our best-known tectite is Moldavite, followed by probably Libyan desert glass, and Darwinite was one that actually landed in Australia, in Mount Darwin, in Tasmania, the large island which is part of Australia. So Darwinite is this chocolate brown natural glass formed from the Earth there, fused with stardust. How cool is that? So you get this real kind of power there, but the power is, you know, it's spiritual, but very earthy and really good for helping you with earth connection. Again, connecting with Mother Earth, feeling her oneness, feeling her support. Um, it actually is a really nice one for connecting, for Australians, for connecting with our land and feeling the specialty of our land um, and, and what that has to value. So if you want to kind of feel that support, that connection to Mother Nature more, if you feel you become a bit detached from nature, Darwinite can be really great. Darwinite can help us connect with the mythical beings of the Earth element. Who are they? They're the gnomes. So, of course, the gnomes, they tend to live in the depths of wilderness where man has pretty much not touched, where it's untarnished. And they have a store of knowledge and secrets. They understand why every plant and every tree is here and what it needs and how to keep them alive. They help us to understand that each plant also has roots and the value of the roots and to, to nourish the roots, nourish and go deep and how important it is for humans to also have that as well. They also understand the crystals and can teach us about all the different crystals and what value they have as they've grown in the earth. They, you know, they help us to go deeper into things, to understand things, to be more comprehensive, to appreciate that, to find healing on the physical level and how to use the gifts of Mother Earth to heal our body as well. Because we've been so destructive to the earth, the gnomes can be hard to connect with, but Darwinite can help for, you know, for you to build that connection as well. What you're going to find is this is a great stone. Darwinite is absolutely amazing for loneliness. Because when we're feeling lonely, we feel disconnected. And Darwinite helps us to feel connected to the earth, the land, and also have that courage to reach out and, and get to know people. You know, and when we're feeling when you just if you're feeling isolated go for a walk in nature or sit in nature with your darwinite and actually see if you can connect with the personality of the animals and the plants and the the um you know the rivers the streams the mountains the rocks and all that around you as well really really beautiful in that way of course it's going to be another great grounding one helping to deal with change um i love darwinite it's you know there's a brown crystal people don't give it enough attention but it's a really great one so brown tourmaline, chiastolite, and darwinite, I love around Samhain for that real strong earthly connection for feeling comfortable, who you are, where you are, with the people you're around, and adapting to the changes that come. Now, we also have happening on the 10th of May, coming up very, very soon, we have Mercury going into retrograde. Now, Mercury, we know when it goes into retrograde, it takes its support away. So we lack support when it comes to communication, the, our intellect, the written word, agreements, messages, phones, devices, short trips, mobiles, laptops, that kind of thing. So a lot of the focus is working with crystals that tend to be either blue for the throat chakra and that communication aspect and listening aspect, or indigo crystals, dark blue crystals that are to focus on the mind. But because Mercury is quite erratic, it's a, you know, Quick, it's a quicksilver kind of planet and a quicksilver kind of energy, people can get a little bit frantic or frazzled. 
And so we want to stay grounded. And what I've found is my favorite grounding crystal for Mercury retrograde is Botswana agate. This is a spectacularly brown crystal because it is formed through thousands and thousands of years of volcanic activity. If you haven't seen Botswana agate, you get these beautiful lines, normally of white lines in it, and it looks like rings of a tree. But this is kind of like a timeline of Botswana and the, 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 um, the sediment and stone and everything forming layer over layer over layer. And I love it. So it has this fiery energy about it, being volcanic in birth, but being brown and being in the earth for so long, it also is very grounding and very earthy. So it helps us to contain the fire, but also to awaken that we don't become too stagnant. So what do I love it for? It's really just great for helping to center us during Mercury retrograde when everything is a little bit frantic. So what I recommend is either wearing a pendant of Botswana agate, or if you can get two pieces, two little tumbled stones, one in each pocket can be really great as well. Botswana agate can also be used at other times. You don't just need it during the Mercury retrograde, every three or four times a year. Um, it's really good for sensitivity. It actually helps to tone down sensitivity um, when you're oversensitive. We want to be aware and empathetic, but you know, if you tend to get like really um, put out by other people's opinions, smells, if you tend to get allergies, you know, Botswana agate can be a really great one around springtime if you get allergies. It really helps just to kind of ground um, in that way. This is also a really great crystal. And why you're going to love this one is it's great for grounding your expectations and how you're feeling when you're the spiritual partner and your friggin' partner isn't into this at all. And I think it's all woo and weird stuff and that kind of thing. There is actually benefits to having a non-spiritual partner because they ground you in reality that you don't kind of go off with the fairies a bit too much. But if you get a bit upset that, oh, you know, you know, different if they're disrespecting you as a person and what's important to you. But if you're frustrated because oh, they're just not into it, they just don't want to do chakra balancing with me or they don't want to look at my crystals, that's okay. And Botswana agate can really help with that as well. It's also a really great stone for helping you break habits. It works really well with affirmations, but also elixirs. So what you can do is you pop a bit of Botswana agate in water and leave it for about 24 hours or so, and then drink that water or spritz that water around you or pop that in a diffuser, and it can be really powerful in that way. So we have explored a whole range of different brown crystals today. And I hope that I've kind of given you some ideas and maybe some have sung out to you that you either want to get or you want to dust off because you've already got them in the collection. If we go from the very top, how would I recommend using these as a kind of a snapshot tied up in a neat little bow? Well, first of all, you've got smoky quartz. This is a really good one for helping to ground us and connect us to the earth, but also when we're worried when we're feeling stressed, when, when our mind is getting out of control, this is where you want to reach for your smoky quartz. What I would recommend is either your um, Dalmatian Jasper or your Leopard Skin Jasper. These are the ones that are going to help with that patience and that sensibility and staying focused. So they're going to be really nice ones that you might want to carry with you occasionally at the times that you feel relevant to. As with Bronzite, Bronzite I would recommend to have maybe, you know, a piece in the car would be really good to remember your manners. Or if you are, you know, if you're a manager or if you're a parent or somewhere where you're in a position of power, just to remember that manners and that gratitude can be really great. Nandarite is going to be a great one when you step outside or if you're going out into nature to really appreciate that as well. And petrified wood I would put anywhere where you do some planning or a piece of petrified wood under the bed can be really quite beneficial as well. 
Chiastolite. Whenever you're dealing with any change, bring this in. It's great during Samhain, of course, but also placing a piece in the center of the home, bringing in the blessings from the four directions can be really great. Start working with your brown tourmaline. In, it's a great one to have around the home, wherever you can put it around the home, but also around autumn for that reharmonizing. So around the autumn equinox, absolutely stunning as well. And your Darwinite, that's the one when you really want to feel empowered and connected to Mother Gaia, especially when you're feeling lonely. And Botswana agate, well, reach for this one when you're feeling like you're just getting a little bit overwhelmed, especially during a Mercury retrograde. So I'd love to hear from you. Please send me an email or a message on Facebook or Instagram. And let me know, have I just rekindled a love for a brown crystal? Or is there a new one that you're fascinated with as well? Remember that I do have many of these brown crystals in my book, Crystal Connections, and I do a monthly sale. It's on Facebook. It goes for eight hours and you can be anywhere in the world. And many of these crystals do pop up. I specialize in trying to get the hard to find and the rare crystals. So you can get hold of these at that monthly sale. So the links for all that are down below. If you look on my link tree, you'll be able to find that there as well. So did I do my mission? Have I convinced you that brown crystals have their power? As I said at the start of this show, in the times when we feel scattered, uncertain, and don't know which way to go, brown crystals bring that grounding, they bring that comfort, they bring that security, and they help us make decisions and feel confident with those decisions. I hope that I've helped to bring you back in love and back in alignment with the blessing of many of the brown crystals. And of course, there are more that we didn't even have time to talk about today. Until next week, I'm off to the doTERRA convention. By the time you listen to this, it's been the doTERRA convention. There may be some new products to talk about next week. There may be some new topics. Who knows what we're going to dive into. I'm excited and I hope you are too. Thank you so much for joining me. Until next week, take care. Thank you so much for joining me on the Blessed Journey today. I hope what we've explored has helped to ignite a light within you so that you may shine a little bit brighter out in the world. Feel free to subscribe so you get notified of future episodes and I love receiving your five-star reviews and reading your comments. Until the next episode, check me out on social media. Go to adambarillet.com. Find me under Adam Barillet at YouTube and Instagram as well as Crystal Connections with Adam Barillet on Facebook. I look forward to joining you again soon. Blessed be.